New Thought Guy. Um, this month, in May, did you happen to know that May is all of these things? Are you ready? Mystery Month. National Barbecue Month, National Hamburger Month, National Salad Month, National Photograph Month, National Date Your Mate Month, National Recommitment Month, and National Older Americans Month. How do you celebrate all that? How do you get all that, all that in there? Well, I, I came up with a little solution and uh, we're, we're gonna we're gonna do it this week um, so here's the solution so if you are of a certain age of course then you're part of the national older american month so what you do is you take a selfie while on a date with your spouse to renew your vows whatever those vows are and when you're dining when you're celebrating this getting together, this date, and our dining, you do it with barbecue hamburgers, and then you switch the fries out for salad so we can do the National Salad Month. And there you have it. Oh, wait, the mystery. The mystery, I didn't get down the mystery. Okay, here's the mystery, aha. Where the heck are you gonna go to do that since we're in lockdown? That's the mystery. And that's how you celebrate all of national whatever month here in May. Details, details, details. What are you gonna do? Who are you gonna do it with? Where are you going to do it? It's all in the details. And also in manifesting, it's all in the details. You know, in the last few weeks, um, I have read or reread these these three books and more actually the game of life and how to play it the prophet Gil Gibran the science of getting rich by Wallace Waddles and a few others while I've done my new thought guy reading series and I've continued to do that and will continue to do that next week as we start a new book and in that time, all of them I have realized, and this happens in the more um, contemporary books, you know, the ones written in the last 20 or so years, that the idea about details make the design is what's important, is what's prevalent, is what they're all talking about. The design of your experience, it's all in the details. And it got me wondering this week as I as we finished the uh, science of getting rich, I, and I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about this week. I I was thinking to myself, you know, what details am I looping in my mind? You know, what what am I playing around in and with in my mind? Is the are the details um, as the Germans might say, um, der Terfel steckt in detail. Is there fear and negativity going on all around in my head? Am I giving up before I'm even starting? Am I thinking that the devil is in the details? Or am I, as Flaubert indicated, le bon Dieu est dans le detail? Am I using the imagination 
Am I envisioning this life that I want to live, that I've decided to declare to live? Am I doing that intentionally? Am I knowing that the good God is in the detail? Now, I'm not prescribing in this whole, you know, devil versus uh, angel thing on your shoulder for you. I'm talking about um, negative perspectives on life versus positive perspectives on life. And what are we looping in our head? What's our perspective? Is it a, a life of mediocrity or a life of greatness? Is it a society that we live in that is um, living in just the law of averages? In, in our being average, or is there exceptionalism going on? Is, are we, each of us, stepping into um, an, an age and a health idea that they somehow must coincide and, and there's some either deterioration or is there continued healing and continued health? We get to decide what thoughts are we going to hold on to. You know, today, <laughs> today is National Pack Rat Day. <laughs> I have to say that carefully because uh, I keep saying today is National Rat Pack Day, which is, would be cool, um, but it's National Pack Rat Day. So calling all hoarders, calling all hoarders. What are you holding? What am I holding? What are we all hoarding in our minds. We're all hoarding something. Um, we're hoarding maybe our time, talent, and treasure. We're hoarding our feelings and emotions. We're hoarding our ideas of lack and limitation. We're hoarding our one not enoughness that might be going on in our mind. What are we hoarding? What are we hoarding in our mind that is getting in our way? You know, the hoarding of ideas are really the details that filter our manifestations, that show up in form in our experiences. Marcus Aurelius said, such as are your habitual, such as are your habitual thoughts, such also will be the character of your mind, for the soul is dyed by the thoughts. The soul, the belief system, that which the law listens to, to bring into our lives, that which we experience. So our experience then are dyed, filtered, colored, sculpted, uh, patterned, birthed by our habitual thoughts. What we're hoarding in our minds. There's a book called Feeling Good, The New Mood Therapy by Dr. David Burns, and he outlines some common negatives, what he calls um, uh, cognitive distortions, but basically uh, common negative um, thinking patterns that create these habitual thoughts that are going on. These are things that cause this hoarding that bring... Um, in too many cases, not so great things into our life. So here's what, all or nothing thinking. And that's something like, I can't believe I ate a handful of potato chips. I've completely failed at my diet. I might as well eat the entire bag now. Who hasn't thought that? Or ice cream. Um, Overgeneralization. Um, I really thought I had that job. Now I'll never 
have one. I'll never land one and will be unemployed forever. I know there's a lot of people that might be thinking that now, that overgeneralization of thinking about my life will, will never be quote-unquote normal because of the pandemic, because of COVID-19. Magnification or catastrophizing. Something like, um, something like I've said in my head for 90 seconds, I allowed myself 90 seconds to sit on this. I fumbled over my words and the broadcast didn't work very well. And people must think I'm the dumbest minister on the planet. And nobody will watch or listen because of that. And my ministry is at an end. Which, of course, is BS. And I don't mean belief system. Because I didn't allow it to sit in my head long enough to step into my belief system. It is the other BS. And there's a, there's a few of us who I've talked to over the last few weeks as we've um, done the Zoom or the whatever version of, of uh, um, internet online um, service that we've done. There's a lot of ministers who've kind of fretted about, you know, how things go. And, and I remember saying to one, you know, what's interesting, I end up laughing about it because spirit always steps in. And when I chill out after laughing about it, spirit sets in. And then, and then things seem to flow until I push the wrong button or until I forget to push the microphone on button or leave the microphone on button. Whatever, whichever. Spirit always steps in. Here's a couple more. Emotional reasoning. I have felt so anxious and stressed out lately. I'm sure a lot of people are saying that now, which must mean my problems are pretty major and near impossible to overcome. Who's hoarding that? Shoulda, woulda, coulda statements. You know those. Um, and two more that I found in Psychology Today, a woman named Dr. Melanie Greenberg added two more to this list, and that is negative rumination. When you continue focusing on these negative outcomes that are hoarding your brain and overthinking, who hasn't done that? Where you try to think of and you plan everything in every possible scenario. If this happens, then I'll do this. And if that happens, I'd do this. And you're trying to control every single little thing that mostly is out of your control. And that the, the, the universe through our belief system is putting down into our experience for us to either um, have a lesson, find wisdom, or take us to the next step that brings us into that which we have desired to have in our lives. See, doing all that is the how. Figuring out um, this will happen and then this will happen after that and this person will show up and then that person will show up and then we'll get together and blah, 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 blah. All those hows are not our prerogative. They're the universe is the prerogative. They're the law's prerogative. Now, that doesn't mean we don't go into detail and I'll get to that in a second. Ernest Holmes in Power for Good, lesson number 10, if you want to find this, said... Um, uh, this, which helps us uh, stop being a hoarder of the negative ideas that I was just talking about. There is within ourselves the answer to every question and the solution of every problem that spirit makes the demand and will answer that demand from within. When we allow ourselves to wait for the mental storm to die down, we take that breath, we laugh, we get over it, we get through it. 
Be still and know is the secret of guidance, as it is of every problem of life. A perturbed mind can never get the correct answer. A stilled mind always can, because the answer comes from the God within, from the divine within, from that creative power within. Now, of course, I was going to bring up spiritual practice. I always bring up spiritual practice, but that is, of course, most important. Spiritual practice is where we still our mind. And of course, seeking allies. We seek allies. I seek out Reverend Gary or Reverend Barbara or, or, or PJ or anybody else as an ally to what I'm working on. Or spiritual or cognitive counseling. We may step into anything to redirect these habitual negative hoarding thoughts that we're having. And turning off the news is another one, reading something inspirational, taking those affirmations every day, every morning and every evening, reading the affirmation, starting your day with it and ending your day with it or some other affirmation, reading inspirational books, watching the new thought guy reads or, or meditations that you see on Facebook Live. Those things center us and keep us from hoarding those negative ideas or following the concepts of, of Wallace Waddles in the science of getting rich or maybe the 30-day challenge of Earl Nightingale, all of those which I spoke about on the new thought guy reads. We're creating a respite from the constant knocking around in our head of those negative ideas that we seem to hoard sometimes. They want our attention, you know. If you ever, if you ever stop and listen, you, you can. it's like a screaming child, you know. They want our attention. They want to remind you that if you step out of this negative idea, you know, things, the world, everything's going to blow up because you're not going to be, quote unquote, normal. Or what this hoarded negative idea is screaming in your head thinks is normal. It's screaming, hey, the devil's in the details. It's going to get really hard. It's going to get difficult. You don't want to change. You don't want to, you don't want to, um, um, you want to stay where it's easier. You don't want to go break in the status quo. You don't want to rock the boat, change the holy order for God's sakes. That, again, is BS. And we have to address our inner critic and, and tell it to go away, challenge it. Say no, void, negate for those little ones that just pop in or change our environment. Go outside, take a bike ride to make the yelling stop. Because I know sometimes, because it happens to me, that those hoarded negative thoughts, they start yelling at you when you want to step into something new. When you want to upgrade and, and rise up from where you are now, when you want to bust through, soar, and zoom. Emerson wrote in The Oversoul, Our faith comes in moments. Our vice is habitual. Yet there is a depth in those brief moments, the faith moments he's talking about, which constrains us to ascribe the more reality to them than to the other experience. Ascribe to the reality of your faith. Faith is love. Faith is moving forward. Faith is knowing who you are. It is said when the vision is clear, the decision is easy. And I say when the details are clear, the manifestation is easy. Michio Kaku, uh, an American physicist, said when you come with 
come up with a theory, you fall in love with the beauty, the simplicity and elegance of it. But then you have to get a sheet of paper and pencil and crack out the details, hundreds of hundreds of pages, pages because you have to prove it. Now, what's interesting is he has to prove this theory that he knows works in his head to other people. He's fallen in love with this idea. He's mapped it out in detail. But now he has to write it down. But to prove to another person, we don't have to prove it to another person. In fact, we don't even have to share it with another, another person. We just have to know and step into what it looks like, what it feels like, what it smells like, what it sounds like. Those are the details. What, it, what, it, what that experience only, not only feels like emotionally or feels like energetically when that experience is in our lives by using our imagination, but what it smells like, what the sounds are when that is in our lives. That's what we step into. Those are the thoughts we hoard when we come up with a new idea to declare in our lives. Yeah, we use all that spiritual practice, and I want you to do that. But the self-talk, the hoarding of thoughts in our lives, or the, or the hoarding of those details. What does it smell like? What does that taste like to have that job? What does it sound like to be in that experience, living that, in that moment, in this moment? Ernest Holmes from The Power of Ideas says, as you listen to the divine wisdom within you, you will receive your inspiration and guidance. As you speak your word, think your thoughts, or make your affirmations with complete conviction, you will discover that you are using a power that actually is and that actually does respond to you. The spirit within you is God, the divine, the infinite source of your intelligence and wisdom and creative power. God is in the details, my friends. God is there. And we need to give the universe some. We need to give the universe what it looks like, what it smells like, what it feels like, what it feels like uh, touching-wise, what it tastes like, what the experience is when you are in it when you have it, envision it, live it, soak in it as many times in the day as possible. Details, 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 details. Get some and watch your life soar. Thank you so much. Namaste, everyone. Thought Guy.